0: just for you so stop looking for podcasts Heard fm already found them for you download HerdFM fm on ios and android now
1: i don't see why you wouldn't throw you another bachelor party bro don't really feel like celebrating we're on a yacht in the middle of the bluest ocean i've ever seen with a diamond ring and like all the free booze you could ever imagine
2: yeah And we're on our way to propose a loveless marriage to someone because my uncle was having an affair with my mother behind my father's back and when he found out, it killed him! I'm not one to split hairs, man, but that really feels like a list of reasons we should be drinking.
1: You have a point. Fuck yeah! Alright, three heart aids coming right up. What's that? Ancient family recipe. Just the right blend of alcohol to heal your heart. Why
2: have I never had one before? You've never needed one. Bars on the first floor.
3: Tandon Productions presents His Royal Faken Highness Episode 10 You Didn't Hang the Moon
2: Do you remember the first time we met Lady Mm Fortinbras? She was an early bloomer That's putting it mildly Not my fault we'd never seen boobs like that before Yeah remember what you said that night I don't know, something stupid we were 13, dude you said if being king means I get to marry someone that hot maybe it won't be so bad you saying I was wrong? I'm saying we were 13 and you don't have to feel the same as you did when you were 13 look, she wants to be queen I need a queen to be king I scratch her back, she'll scratch mine maybe being king isn't all it's cracked up to be maybe you wouldn't know, would you? Hamlet. No, I'm serious. You know every real decision in my life has come down to whether or not it would be good for me when I become king. Classes I've taken, places I've been, people I've met. I know, but You what don't know, Hugh. You don't have any idea what it's like to have every single decision made for you before you were born. Don't act like you haven't been breaking every rule that's been set for you since you were old enough to talk, Hamlet. You're just ignoring this one because Ophelia is- Ophelia got scared. And I don't blame her for that, really, I don't. I've been scared my whole life. Maybe there's some alternate universe where she isn't her and I'm not me, and we make sense and we ride off into the sunset, but that's not this universe, Hugh. In this one, I've gotta be king. Sometimes that means making sacrifices. Oh shit!
1: Are we playing making sacrifices? What is making sacrifices? Hey, me. You haven't told him about making sacrifices? When would I have needed to tell my bodyguard about our house drinking game? Always? Dude, Hugh has the most stressful job. This is, like, extremely inconsiderate, bro. Right, so, um, here are the rules. Here we go. What are the rules? The rules are don't ask about the fucking rules. Dude, live... Outside of the rules. Color outside the lines. Don't confine yourself to a narrative. This feels like a misnamed game. Wait for it. Man, it's all about, like, brotherhood and
2: alcohol and brothers through alcohol. It's basically, never have I ever, paired with, would you rather. But more about your soul. And sometimes you gotta do a headstand. Right, okay. Uh, How do we start? You gotta drink. After the toast. But we start in a plank. Naturally. Okay. Okay. Right, so repeat after me and Gilly. I, in my heart of hearts, pledge my
1: deepest chakra to my bros and no one but my bros. I, I, in in my my heart heart of hearts, hearts, pledge my my deepest chakra to to my my bros and no one one but my bros.
2: bros. Should someone come between me and my bros, I promise to make the ultimate sacrifice. Should Should someone come come between between me and and my bros, bros, I I promise promise
1: to to make the the ultimate sacrifice. To keep my bros alive, I would die. Spiritually, physically, metaphysically, on this plane and the next. Guys, what the fuck? Say it! I already pledged to take a bullet for you. Then this shouldn't be a problem. Fine, fine. To keep my bros alive, I would die. Spiritually, physically, and metaphysically. On this plane and the next. On this plane and the next. Now you drink, but like... Maintain the position. Mm. (coughs) (coughs) What is in that? Napalm? Nah, man. It's like tequila, raspberry vodka, a little splash of Bailey's, some gin, a scoop of vanilla ice cream slowly dissolved, uh, three gummy bears a piece, and like, you know, salt to taste. Oh, how are you alive? I am the chosen one. It's true. Ophelia?
4: Ophelia's not home right now. She's dead and would like you to respect her privacy at this time of, you know, death. Should I get dead? You've been in bed for a full episode.
1: Maybe if he sees this, he'll finally stop calling me the dramatic one. No.
4: You should go get me more ice cream from the freezer and then you should fuck off. Oh! It doesn't sound like ice cream, Leo. Because I'm i I not- will rip you limb from limb, Leo.
1: Okay, you know what? Just remember, you made me do this.
4: Made you do what? Sup, sad bitch? It's time to get your shit together. Oh, what is happening right now? What is
0: happening is that you are going through a breakup. And that means you need girl time.
4: And contrary to popular belief, I am that girl. Rosie, really, I don't need any help. I have a 10-step, foolproof plan. I'm fine. You're a human burrito. No, I'm not... You are. But it's okay, because you know what I am? Salsa.
0: Ugh, why aren't you with Gil? Because I, like you, am an independent woman. But Rosie, you may say, you're always with Gil. How can you call yourself independent when you're attached to a man like ball and chain? Ophelia, despite what you may have grown to believe, a woman can be both independent and dependent.
4: It's called homeostasis. I am literally positive that's not what it's called. Not to sound ungrateful, but are you going to get off me anytime soon?
0: Only once you have accepted your destiny. Okay. Repeat after me. I am
4: a bad bitch. Rosie, this is stupid. I am a bad bitch. (sighs) I... I'm a bad bitch. Like you mean it. I'm a bad bitch. From your gut, Ophelia. I'm a bad bitch. Who
0: won't be held down? Who won't be held down? Well, I guess, except for this. You are shockingly strong for someone of your small size. Though she be but little, she is fierce. Mm, wrong one. Uh, who can tell the difference anymore? Anyways, look. I will let you up once you promise me one thing. Yeah, sure. What? The word Hamlet will not come out of your mouth. Oh, but that's not... F- I mean it. There are four empty pints of ice cream on the floor. You've always been a fierce one. I thought you'd be more of a spell his name out with dead bodies, light all his shit on fire. That's the only kind of breakup energy we will allow in this house. This isn't your house. But it is functioning under my rules. Now, promise me.
4: Oh, Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, yes, yeah. yes, fine, 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 okay. I promise. Good. First things first.
0: It's time for a shower. Your sweat smells like melted
4: skittles. The library. Rosie was supposed to be getting her to relax. There's nothing wrong with finding the library relaxing. There are a
0: thousand things wrong with finding the library relaxing. The first, libraries are for losers.
4: Then why are we in one? We're not here for the books. I regret to inform you that if that's the case, we are absolutely in the wrong place. We're here for what's behind the books, what the books are hiding. What are you talking about?
0: Gil and I found all these secret passageways the other day, got totally lost, and that's how we found out the Queen was totally banging Uncle Clarence. So, like, I thought it would be a good idea if we could find a new passageway, explore, spy, find you a new prince. You know there's only one royal family per country, right? I do not. Where I come from, we find absolute power to be a barbaric tradition. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I have got so much to explain to you about the American government. Leo. Yeah? Clarence and the Queen, together that quickly after the king passed? Gonna be honest, that kind of ocean motion wasn't their first time around the block. They've been setting sail for, by my gut, 18 months, two weeks, three days, and uh, four hours. When we saw them, I mean.
4: Jesus. Leo, if it's been going on for that long...
1: Clarence can't be king.
0: We
4: have to call the vote. Whether Hamlet wants us to or not. Don't speak his name!
2: Oh, fuck it.
4: Ophelia's phone. If it's not a state emergency, don't bother me.
2: Hey. It's me. Hamlet. Obviously. I uh, I am about to do something. I don't know. Stupid. Smart. <laughs> Depends on how you look at it. Look, I never thought that the two of us would lay out in the stars or anything like that. The second you learned how to think for yourself, you were quite possibly the biggest pain in my ass. But there's not a version of my life that you're not in. We've always had this push and pull, you know? When Gil first met Rosie, he knew. Just knew that she was the girl for him. We went home and he threw his arm over my shoulder and he said, Rosie hung the moon, man. I'm gonna marry her. She had also jumped on a pool table, shotgun a beer, and crushed it on Gil's head, so... I don't know that it was so much love at first sight as love at first concussion, but, you know... <laughs> You've seen them. They work. They've always worked, but... us? There's something different about us, Oh. It's not that written-in-the-stars-fight-wars-die-for-each-other kind of romance. It's not like you hung the moon, I I don't look at you with rose-colored glasses, or forget all your flaws when I look into your eyes. It's like... I don't know. In the light of day, there's a thousand other things that make more sense than you and me. But even when you're out of sight, you're still keeping me from drowning. And when the sun sets, and I don't have to think about being king, or my mum, or my uncle, or what my dad would have wanted. You're the last thing I think about at night, though. You didn't hang the moon. You are my moon. I kind of had this fantasy that I'd call you and you'd pick up... And I'd say all that, and you'd tell me that you didn't need me to be king. (laughs) That all we needed was each other, and we could throw this whole royalty thing out and run away together. But that's not you, is it? I guess it's not me, either. You wouldn't fall for someone as careless as that. Hamlet? Boat's all tied up if you're ready. Yeah. Just a second. Sorry, um... Look, this thing I'm going to do, if there's anything I've learned from you, it's that sometimes I've got to learn to put other people first. Put my country first. But before I can't say it anymore, I just wanted to say one last time. I love you, O. And I hope I'll do you proud. Hamlet, don't you... Let's go get me a queen.
4: I don't think I can do this, Leo.
1: This is a bad time to have that feeling. Everyone's here. I've
4: never... These people will watch me grow up. They know what I looked like when I was five. How am I supposed to expect them to respect me?
2: Because you're going to command it, Ophelia.
4: Oh, right. It's that simple. Look, how do you think Hamlet gets away with as much as he does? He's a prince. You know that's not it. Because he's very, very arrogant? Ophelia. He's, I don't... Because he walks into the room like he owns it. Even when we're at school, I guess. Because he makes you believe he's better than anything else you could ever have. And do you think he always believes that about himself? No.
1: Exactly! So get out there and find a little bit of Hamlet's arrogance, okay? Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for coming to order at such a late hour. We have one matter to discuss and vote on this evening. An amendment to the Constitution. The proposal is laid out in front of you, but as tradition states, the proposal may come with one sponsor to speak on it. This task falls to... My daughter... Ophelia, I ask that you treat her with the utmost respect, and listen to what she has to say. Ophelia, come on, O. Do what you two do best.
4: Fake it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for letting me address you tonight, and at such a late hour. As you all know, Hamlet, heir to the throne, has been unable to take his rightful place due to a, a frankly, antiquated law that has been on our books since the country was established. You all have recently come to know me as Hamlet's fiancée, and before that you knew me as Peter's daughter. My father has been nothing but dedicated to this country and to the proper governing of it. Something he always prided himself on is the fact that we are a country of traditions and the structure and respect that creates for us. But if there is anything I have learned in the past few weeks, it's that things are not always best without change. Sometimes, change is for the better of all involved. You've all watched Hamlet grow up too. I'm sure you remember him as a kid, constantly underfoot of his father, a deep desire to be just like him. When we were eight, I once caught him trying to turn a tablecloth into robes to match his dad's. As we grew older, Hamlet traded a lot of that hero worship for things that maybe weren't so kingly, but were certainly categorically Hamlet. He... Start on the cover of tabloids with a supporting cast of women he probably can't remember the names of and if you know anything about life in this palace over the past 22 years you know I could never have been categorized as Hamlet's biggest fan but as I said I believe that while tradition is important and great times change people however fundamentally do not Only our perception of them does. For the last few years, we've known Hamlet as a a fast and loose boy with little understanding of the word discretion. But these past few weeks with Hamlet, being this close to him, I realized he hasn't changed at all. Underneath the ridiculous party boy exterior... Hamlet's still the eight-year-old's boy, trying desperately to follow in his father's footsteps. He's a good man. And more importantly, he cares deeply about this country. More than anything. Hamlet would trade a lifetime of freedom for one of misery if it meant he could spend a moment doing the right thing for the country he has pledged to. And I think it's time we allowed him to stop playing dress up and do what he was born to do. Typically, a speech like this would be ended with something along the lines of asking you to vote with your hearts. (laughs) However, I implore you all vote as Hamlet would. Decide not on your emotions, but for your country. Vote to ratify this change to the Constitution. Let our country adapt to the leader we are meant to have. Thank you.
1: That was some speech. I meant it. I know. You think we got it?
4: The uh, silence isn't promising.
1: They'll have to vote, but Ophelia... They would be foolish not to heed your words. You were very good.
4: Hamlet should be here. Maybe Hugh can sober him up in time to hear the vote. Oh, that's... What? what? He already called me. While I was up there. Hang on.
2: Hey, it's me, Hamlet. Obviously. Uh, I'm about to do something, I don't know. Stupid. Smart. (laughs) Depends on how you look at it.
4: Oh, no. Oh? Dad, what's the chance you could get us a ride to Norway if I vaguely classified it as a state emergency?
1: If it's for the good of the kingdom, well, I think we can work something out.
2: We appreciate you taking us in with such little notice, Lady footenbrass
0: Of course, Your Highness. Our castle's always open to you, you know that. Now, to what do we owe the pleasure of this unexpected visit?
2: Well,
4: I was hoping that...
2: Hamlet! I said not to speak his
0: name!
4: Ophelia? Don't propose! Excuse oh, me! shut up! I mean, sorry, Your Royal Highness. Please, shut up. So I can talk to my... My Hamlet.
2: What are you doing here, Ro?
4: I got your message.
2: Shit. I didn't think... When you didn't pick up, I just thought, you know, we were done. I would
4: have picked up. I was, um, addressing Parliament, actually. Why would you be...
2: You called the vote?
4: Yeah. I called the vote. Well,
2: I'm sure that was a fun exercise in futility, but I'm working things out. If Lady Fortenbross... Cabinet.
4: You won. What? You won the vote. You are going to be king, oh. whether you marry someone or not. And um, y- you can marry her if you want to, but I'm kind of really, really hoping that voicemail meant you maybe don't want to.
2: I really, really don't want to. <sighs>
4: Oh, thank God. Um, hello.
0: Well, I'm sure we're all enjoying the show, I was under the impression you had a question to ask.
2: Lady Fortinbras, I do apologize, but it appears circumstances
4: have changed. Circumstances have changed. He means, and ever so apologetically, that he's already got a girlfriend, so things aren't going to work out between the two of you. That's right. Show that bitch who's boss.
2: Want to get out of here? <laughs>
4: Thought you'd never ask.
0: Come in. He's one. I know.
3: I did think we had more time.
2: That is what we're always looking for in love, isn't it? More time?
3: (laughs) Those of us who are unlucky, yes. I suppose we are.
2: You're leaving?
3: Yes. I don't think there's another choice. Your son has made it clear where he stands on the matter.
2: Was this ever about us? Or was it... Always about your brother's crown. About Hamlet's crown.
3: How could you say that?
2: How could you expect me not to? You called him there the night he found out. Hamlet told me. Ah.
3: I was always jealous of my brother, you know. First in line, first born, first... First, first... A lifetime of second place will wear on a man's heart in a way that at times felt absolutely unbearable. He made such foolish choices, always jumping into things head first, never taking the time to plan. Hamlet reminds me of his father in that regard. But eventually I learned to bear the brunt of always being second best. It allowed for a certain amount of freedom, as no one ever expected much from me. I lived in the shadow my brother cast, and I learned to be okay with that, until... Until what? Until you arrived here, promised to my brother. You knew that soon? The moment I saw you. And the next moment you were introduced as my brother's betrothed, and I realized that once again, my brother had been promised another treasure. But he would never appreciate, not properly.
2: But if that's true, why wasn't this enough? We finally had the chance to be together, Clarence. And you threw it away for what? A crown?
3: I suppose, my love, when you spend a lifetime yearning, a small success will never be enough to satisfy I will miss you.
0: I will miss you too.
1: I always said Hamlet would make a fine king.
4: Ophelia, sorry, I'm sorry. It's just, it's just. You literally one time said, and I quote, that good for nothing boy is more qualified to spend his time as a centrefold for playgirl than to govern our country.
2: It's true, actually. You did say that. Well, I mean, look at him. It's He's okay, pop- Peter. I'm well aware Ophelia's only with me for my pretty face
4: and your money. Don't forget that.
2: How could I? Would you two mind if I stole my girlfriend for a moment? Mm. I am sure we will find a way to survive.
4: You only got one move in your playbook.
2: Worked well for me the last time.
4: I wouldn't go that far. Hey. <laughs> Hi. If you snuck me out here for an illicit makeout session, you're really slow on the uptake.
2: You know that ring I bought you when we started this whole thing?
4: Mm-hmm. Big? Obnoxious? Could feed and clothe an entire village for a year? That's the one. (laughs) If you're wanting it back, you should know that Rosie and I auctioned it off on eBay for the orphanage in town.
2: (laughs) God, I love you.
4: Oh, please tell me you didn't buy the ring. That wouldn't be half as fun.
2: No, I... Just let me talk for a second. Okay, Mr. Serious. I'm listening. When we went ring shopping, I got you that ring because it was the one I knew would piss you off the most. Mm, charming. Listen, I think we've grown a lot, pretending to be engaged. For a while there, I was certain it was absolutely the worst thing that had ever happened. Ouch! But <laughs> when we were shopping, I was staring at all these rings, right? And then I was thinking, why do I care so much? As long as it's round with a hole in the middle, it'll count, right? A donut would work, But I just kept looking at them all, trying to envision them on your knobby fingers.
4: My fingers are not knobby. They are,
2: but they're kind of a cute knobby. (laughs) All of these rings, any of them would look great on Lady Fortinbras' fingers. Oh, really not liking where this
4: one is going. But
2: that's why they were all wrong, you know? I was looking at everything trying to find something that wouldn't look absolutely ridiculous with your bitten short fingernails and your weird knuckles. Something that just fits you and and no one else. And then I saw this. Oh.
4: Hamlet, it's...
2: It's you. Oh. Gil was going on and on about how I was supposed to look into the ring and see a reflection in it, and... Rosie was going on about newborn giraffes. <laughs> Don't ask. I've learned not to ask. And all I can think is none of these rings look like they want to kill me with their eyes, or better yet, their hands. It's all flashy and ridiculous and screaming, and I thought, Oh doesn't scream. She demands. She's quiet and serious and deadly in a way that makes every hair on your body stand at attention but you'd never see any of that coming when she smiles at you.
4: So, how'd I end up with the gaudy bauble if this one was there?
2: I bought both. I thought about giving you this one, but I panicked at the last minute. Something about this just felt too real for a fake engagement. Something in me knew I'd need it one day. Yeah. Yeah. I just... I wanted you to know I had it. I couldn't have done any of this without you, oh. And I don't want to do any of the rest of it without you by my side. But I want to do this right, too, in our own time. I want to use this ring when we're ready to, not because we have to. But I do want to use it, if that's alright with you, I mean. <laughs> Guess that's a yes. Someday. Yeah.
4: Yes. Yeah. Someday. Any day. There's no cameras in the bushes this time, right?
2: <laughs> nope. Just me and you. Oh. Just me and you.
3: This episode was written and directed by Marissa Tandon. It featured Jacqueline Emerson as Ophelia. Patrick Olsen as Hamlet, Bella Seeker as Hugh, Alexandra Tandon as Lady Fortinbras, Noah Kaplan as Leo, William Finn as Gil, Mary Frances Noza as Rosie, Lily Richards as Genevieve, and Nate Ballard as Peter. Until our next episode, you can visit TandonProductions.com and join us on social media at Official HRFH.